I'm Gina Gamboni for WHRO News. Southeast Virginia experiences the fastest rate of sea level rise on the Atlantic seaboard, and it's only projected to accelerate to the point where neighborhoods could be lost to flooding. We've previously reported on homes at risk of going underwater. Now we're going to look at apartments. WHRO's Sam Turkin reports for our series at a crossroads. Statewide, about 1,500 affordable apartment units could face major flooding by 2050, according to the nonprofit National Housing Trust. It raises the question where will people move if some places become unlivable? To answer that, let's visit the Tidewater Gardens public housing complex in Norfolk. First, the flooding. It is bad. Oh my God, you need a boat. Tisha Melton's lived here the past seven years, and she's seen it all. The rainstorms turning parts of the neighborhood into a lake. Sometimes it floods with no rain and no storm for no reason. The high tides. The high tides, exactly. I will bring my car as close as I can to my porch, and then I will hop in through the passenger side and like that. Yeah. Like crawl over. <laughs> yeah. The reason it floods so much is because this low-lying area actually used to be a creek connected to the Elizabeth River. Then, more than a century ago, Norfolk started filling it in and ultimately built this sprawling public housing community. Lots of underground pipes were supposed to help keep the water out, but now with sea level rise, city officials say that's no longer possible. Kyle Spencer is Norfolk's deputy resilience officer. And so we want to kind of let the floodplain act more naturally, kind of go where the water wants to go and where it used to go. The city plans to build multiple ponds with wetlands to help drain flood water. It'll be part of a new huge park with bike trails, playgrounds, a field. But that means demolishing Tidewater Gardens, more than 600 units. The city will build a mixed income community around the new park. Officials say the public housing residents will be able to come back once construction is finished in a few years. But for now, Norfolk's housing authority is giving them vouchers to pay for somewhere else to live, when they find somewhere else to live. This process has been hell. Tisha Melton hasn't left Tidewater Gardens yet. She's looked for a new place nonstop since September. She's tried like 80 different rental homes. 80. Landlords keep taking other people. The competition is crazy. The property owners are boosting up their rent. So it disqualifies people with the voucher. Melton, who's a housekeeper, says the search is especially stressful because she's been homeless before. Now, she's raising a three-year-old son and vows to prevent him from going down the same path as her older son, prison. If I did not raise him in poverty, my son that's in prison, he would have had a better chance. I was a good mother, but you cannot help when the streets get a hold of your children. You hear these stories about the housing search over and over again. Even people who've already moved out of Tidewater Gardens say it took them months to find a new place, like Monique Aguilar. I was just in tears with the whole process, trying to you know figure everything out. Norfolk officials say they're helping families find new housing, but the city just settled a lawsuit with Tidewater Gardens residents, agreeing to increase the value of vouchers to cover more expensive apartments. The settlement also forces Norfolk to build more affordable housing and crack down on landlords illegally rejecting people just because they use a voucher. Sarah Black is an attorney representing the families. 
the settlement does move things in a positive direction. You know, it doesn't solve the problem of forced relocation outside of the community, but it does give them more hard units. So that's one public housing community. What if hundreds of more low-income units start going underwater? So I'm standing next to two housing complexes in Norfolk, across the street from each other. They're both right on a creek, and projections show this area could flood a lot more over the next few decades. The companies that own them didn't return my calls. Patrick McLeod is CEO of the Virginia Apartment Management Association. He represents landlords. He says sea level rise, not a big priority for the rental industry right now, but it could become an existential threat. A property that's severe risk won't be manageable, and that'll unfortunately be a loss. According to the National Low-Income Housing Coalition, there's a shortage of more than 6 million rental units across the country. This means many people have to pay a lot more in rent than they can afford. Priya Jayachandran, president of the National Housing Trust, says sea level rise can make all that much worse. We cannot afford to lose any units. We've got a hole, and instead of filling it up, we would be creating a bigger hole. Jai Chandran says this problem has been overlooked because it'll happen decades from now. She says the solution, building more affordable housing on higher ground, it'll require changing zoning rules that restrict multifamily housing. If we want to develop, we have plenty of land to do it. We just have to be willing to change the character of our neighborhoods and embrace density. Otherwise, Jai Chandran says millions more people could end up in the same position as folks in Tidewater Gardens, desperately struggling to find somewhere else to live. Sam Turkin, WHRO News. This story was part of the Pulitzer Center's Connected Coastlines Reporting Initiative.